credit card debt can be a never-ending game where balances move from card to card while you chase teaser intro rates only to pay balance transfer fees. Put an end to the games. Whitefish Credit Union's credit card has no balance transfer fees, and we offer a fixed interest rate starting at just 7.9% annual percentage rate. Even if you have less than perfect credit, Whitefish Credit Union may be able to help. Visit whitefishcu.com or call us at 862-3525 to apply. Whitefish Credit Union, we belong to you. Some restrictions apply. It's time to talk sports. 96.5 is 600 KGEZ. And the Knock on Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening and welcome. Welcome indeed here to a Monday night edition of the Knock on Sports. Hope you guys had a great weekend as we are down pretty much to our final weekend of high school sports. First off, I just want to say congratulations to all of the volleyball state championship teams, uh, all the state tournament teams that made it. Big shout out to the Columbia Falls volleyball team. I know they fell uh, just short of their goal of getting a state championship, but again, tremendous season uh, for the Wildcats. So again, congratulations on a tremendous season, especially considering the fact when you just look a few months ago, who knew whether or not we were going to have a season? We knew volleyball had some difficulties uh, getting through their season, but they were able to. So, again, applauding to administrators, coaches, the players as well. Uh, but, again, big shout-out to all the volleyball teams that won this weekend. Capital back-to-back-to-back champions in Class AA Volleyball. Will their dynasty continue next season? And when you look at it right now, looking at it from a AA perspective, Who's going to knock off Helena in in girls' sports? Uh, multiple state championships in volleyball, multiple state championships in a row in basketball. I know last year Capital shared uh, the title uh, with Billings West, uh, but either way we know that Capital's right there that could be in the making. And you look at Helena, they would won three, three of the previous uh, state championships. So, again, Helena's been really good. Who's going to knock them off? whether it be volleyball or even this upcoming season, hopefully uh, for the basketball season. Uh, so again, just wanted to give a big shout out to all of the volleyball teams for completing their season. Want to say congratulations to Laurel and Freud Medicine Lake for winning their respective classification state championships. Uh, as we saw six man as well as class a wrap up their football seasons uh, this past weekend. Congratulations to both on winning a state championship and especially to Freud Medicine Lake for winning their first state championship now that gets us to this past uh, friday where we look at double a obviously we now know the results it'll be billings west versus versus sentinel number one from the east versus number one in the west this matchup will go into uh billings and you know what well i think for me the biggest thing that came out of this and again i think bozeman definitely uh they have the playmakers Uh, but when i look at this This is a team that I think matches extremely well. If you're asking me which team matches up the best with the Sentinel Spartans and the depth that they have and the size that they have and the speed they have and the talent they have, that's Billings West. They have the size up front. They've got the speed in Taco Dollar and others. All right? They've got talented and really talented football players. Uh, Neil Daly, obviously, being one of them. Taco Dollar, as we mentioned. Isaiah Clonch. De Leon as well as Medlock and others. Uh, this is a very, very talented football team. 
And so I don't want to say that I don't think Bozeman would have matched up. I think they would have. It would have been a really interesting matchup. Camden Sermon having to avoid uh, Iden and Fedick from the edges. That would have been a really interesting matchup. But when you're talking about offensively, defensively, special teams, I think Billings West matches up really, really well with a lot of what Sentinel wants to do. So this is potentially the best matchup that we have and potentially what I think could be the toughest challenge for Sentinel because Sentinel has obviously been blowing everybody out. And I know Billings Sr., Bronx fans, again, I definitely thought that you guys had a shot in that game, especially with Junior Berg and a quarterback. It looked early on that you were going to have that opportunity. And when I looked at the numbers, you know, I kind of talked about this on Friday, Sr. needed to convert third downs. Well, they were 50% between their third down conversions and their fourth down conversions. That's not a bad number. Most of the time, that keeps you in a ball game. Uh, but at the same time, the problem was is that Sentinel wasn't being forced into as many. I think they maybe had eight third down uh, attempts in the game, and that's just simply not going to get it done when you're talking about as good a football team as Sentinel is. And again, I have to give a ton of credit to that defense. Sentinel's defense has been one of the top defenses. Actually, it is the top defense in all of Class AA. I don't know if this is the top defense in the history of AA. I'm sure there's probably other defenses that have been really, really good. But again, that's a conversation for another time and also for a Class AA historian. I don't know all the good defenses in the history of AA. But you definitely have to put it up there in the conversation considering how the, the lack of points uh, that they are giving up. And so Sentinel's defense came to play, and they were challenged with a quarterback like Junior Bergen. Uh, I know he made some plays. He had the touchdown pass early on, uh, so a ton of credit there. But they were able to find a way to contain him and not let him make big plays uh, on that defense. And, again, ton of credit to Camden Sermon, Dayton Bay, for finding ways, uh, Camden Sermon especially being able to run the football over 100 yards rushing in that game. I think for Billings West, again, they were taking on a hot team. A ton of credit to Bozeman because, like I said, you know, it really wouldn't have shocked me if Bozeman would have won that football game Friday night. And I got to give a ton of credit to Taco Dollar because that guy has just been an X factor. That guy has turned the tide of so many games in the favor of Billings West with what he's able to do. He's such an electrifying player. Obviously, you know, right now in my book, if I had to pick a player of the year, I'm looking at Taco Dollar. I'm looking at Junior Bergen. Again, Cameron Sermon would be in that conversation, but Sermon's still splitting reps with Dayton Bay. And I just don't think that's uh, enough there. You know, Bergen and Taco Dollar, they're taking all the reps. They're doing what they're doing. Uh, if Cameron Sermon was taking all the reps, then he would definitely be in there. And even as a player that's not taking all the reps, you definitely can make a case for him. Cameron Sermon's one of the top football players. Uh, in the state of Montana, he comes over from Washington, makes an impact clearly, just makes that Sentinel football team better. Uh, they were already really, really good with Dayton Bay. And the article by Kyle Hansen on Montana Sports talking about the two quarterback dynamic, a ton of credit has to go to Dayton Bay uh, just for the way he's handled it, showing that kind of maturity, uh, because that's not easy to share a role that was primarily yours for the entire season last year, and you have to share it this season a uh, ton of credit to Dayton Bay, putting team above individual accomplishments uh, and a great story uh, by Kyle Hansen. Again, if you haven't seen it, check it out on uh, Montana Sports. I know Jordan Hansen, who will be joining us tonight on the knock on or be joining us on the Whitefish Credit Union hotline. He talked about the Sentinel offensive line, and we're going to get that story as well from uh, Jordan. He'll be joining us here in about uh, eight minutes. And then at the bottom of the hour, Tyler Smith will join us as well. Uh, but again, going back to the matchup, the way I look at it this week, this is going to be a fun matchup. When you just look at all the individual matchups on paper, all right? 
Let's take a look at the defense. 30 front, Sentinel hasn't seen it before. Billings West is one of the few teams in Montana that I know of that can run a 30 front defense and execute it really, really well. When you look at Billings West, the second best defense in terms of points scored. Now, again, that is from at least the regular season. I don't think that has changed in terms of the playoffs, but as far as I know, they are the second best defense in terms of the number of points allowed this year. How many teams has Sentinel seen that runs a 30 front defense and runs it to its execution? Not many. So that's an interesting matchup. How does Sentinel handle this particular defense? It it really does kind of change the way you want to run things. It's an odd front. What are your linemen? What are your blocking assignments at that point, especially with what they can do with their linebackers, Caden Paul, Neil Daly, others. You've got Taco Dowler on the outside. The safeties could come up. I mean, there's all kinds of things with a 30-front defense that you could do to really mess up an offense. And so that's going to be an interesting matchup. How about this one? Taco Dowler, Jace Klusiewicz. Taco Dowler is a corner. We may see that. We may see that type of matchup, man on man. All right, Jace Klusiewicz, one of the fastest kids in Class A football. Taco Dowler, arguably one of the fastest kids in Class AA. If we had a track season, we maybe could actually say definitively uh, how that might have gone. But either way, that individual matchup, whether it's Klusiewicz on Dowler or Dowler on Klusiewicz, that's a heck of a matchup in terms of uh, how that plays out. Who gets the better of who? Then I look at uh, Isaiah Clonch, Camden Sermon, Dayton Bay. Who gets the better in the quarterback position? Isaiah Clonch has done really well. I know he struggled last week, but again, that's a tough defense against Bozeman. They were really coming into their own. All right? Uh, so that'll be interesting. How does Billings West defense look to try and contain two quarterbacks? As I said, Sentinel's offense hasn't seen a 30 front. Billings West really hasn't seen a two-quarterback system as well executed by Sentinel so how does Billings West game plan for two quarterbacks? How do you try and game plan for a quarterback like Camden Sermon, who does a great job getting underneath pass rush and finding open lanes and making big plays? It's not so much him running around the defensive ends. It's him stepping up into the pocket and then taking off, and the defense is over-pursuing. So how does Billings West handle that particular matchup? How does Sentinel's defense guard against a receiver like Taco Dowler and a guy that can line up at tight end or line up in the slot and is a big body like Neil Daly? How does that matchup work out? How about Caden Paul trying to guard a guy like Charlie Kurgan, the number of tight ends that they have, or TJ Roush on the outside? How many corners? How many guys? How many times are we going to see a nickel or dime secondary or nickel or dime defense from these two defenses because they can spread the football out? Like I said, the matchups in this game are fascinating, and they definitely are going to be a lot of fun to see how they play out come Friday night. Uh, like I said, it, it should be a lot of fun. And at the same time, you know, this is the only matchup, at least if you're, again, if you're a Class A class AA football fan, obviously we have Class B, really interesting matchup there. Uh, class C, eight-man, obviously they're having their state championship. But this is going to be the only football this weekend because normally, as you know, when this weekend comes up, it's also Cat Grizz weekend. Well, obviously, we know Big Sky didn't have any college football this season. Obviously, we've kind of gotten used to it because, well, we've had at least high school football to kind of take some of that loss away from the fact we haven't had any college football here in Montana. But this week, well, normally, we're getting hyped up. We're looking at last year when this was a top 10 matchup in this game between Montana and Montana State. I think it could have been that way this year if we would have had a season, normal season, all that good stuff. I know plenty of fans that were kind of talking about this on social media uh, you know, getting memories on their Facebook pages and things like that, looking back to when they went to Missoula or they went to Bozeman for one of these games. And at the same time, too, 
I gotta imagine this is this is really affecting Grizz fans. Because again, it's been four years in a row that Montana State has won this rivalry. I'm sure Grizz fans would love to end this streak now, but they're gonna have to wait until March 27th of next year. And that's if we get a spring season in. The big if still. Right now we're just trying to see if we can even get college basketball in. Uh, the University of Montana, the first ones to play, as they will play Southern Utah December 1st and 3rd. So like I said, it's it's weird in a way because obviously as we would be getting ready for the AA State Championship game, we'd also be getting ready for Cat Grizz, and we're just not doing that this week. So just seems, uh, again, just like, just like this entire year, 2020, it just feels once again a little odd that we're not talking about state championship games along with a Montana versus Montana State rivalry coming up next here on the knockout sports is all guests do they join us on the whitefish credit union hotline as i mentioned jordan hansen will join us he was there friday night for senior sentinel we'll get his thoughts on that game we'll preview west versus sentinel and we'll talk about that offensive line as jordan hansen had a story about those big big boys up front and we'll also chat with tyler smith at the bottom of the hour we'll get his thoughts on both games and preview the state championship in class double a that's all next here on the knockout sports 